Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bitt with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Francelle coming on, um, who you see right there. Yes. And um, Hi. In fact, this is her second time on, so we're excited. First mm -hmm. time was audio, now it's yes. video. But she's doing some great things out there. Um, she's definitely capturing the hearts of a lot of people out there. And we definitely are proud to have her part of our show. We are. Um, yes. So, Francelle, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, we're doing we're, great. We're doing good. It's yeah. you know, a crazy time. Yes, <laughs> And, you know, talking about that, hopefully next year I don't have to start my show out like this. We hope. You know, we hope. Mm -hmm. But this year, it's a crazy time. So how has COVID affected you? And what are you doing to maneuver through the through it? I mean, I think the coolest thing, the, the best thing that came out of COVID is is for us to like kind of learn how to adapt, you know? Mm -hmm. right. We get to see our, our qualities on how, you know, just be creative and what else can you do to kind of go through. Um, I mean, I guess I've been lucky. It's been on and off, but I have gotten to work. I didn't work for three months and then got to work for a month and then we shut down again and then we got to work again. Um, so I got to learn how to save money a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, and I started like, I think it was a good thing too, in a sense that I started growing my business, like selling other things and started focusing more on like my oh, online yeah. store. Like, you know, cause I had time to order all these items and, you know, design yeah. things. And so, awesome. yeah. So I kind of started focusing on that and kind of learning um, other ways to make income, like doing live shows, like on live stream yeah. and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, I mean, in a way it's good because then when we go back to normal, we'll have all the normal stuff. Plus we'll have new stuff. That we figured out during the pandemic, you know, um, but I think, we, we've made it through uh, pretty good. I'm very thankful we were able to get through this really, these really hard times. Um, and yeah, I'm very thankful that we're working again and it's getting, we're getting a little, a little taste of back to normalcy. So yeah, that's really good. And, and you know, like for us, I remember like the first time when we brought you on, as we tell everybody, you know, we launched a show January 3rd and the plan mm -hmm. was, you know, a hundred interviews first year. We thought if we could do that, we would be ahead of the crowd. We thought, yes. you know, not, I don't think there's too many hosts that can say they did a hundred interviews their first year. And I thought, what a great goal that would be. Yeah. And then COVID happens. Yeah. And I told Sandy, you know what, this could be a silver lining for our show. Yeah. This is our opportunity to shine. So we mm -hmm. stepped it up. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we are over 260 interviews. That's amazing. That's incredible. I love we, it. We just a goal and no you idea. You kick, you kick that goal out of the way and you make a bigger one. It's so great. Because <laughs> now the goal is 300. Yeah, we're working on 300. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. So, so before we dig deep into your story, I always like to go a little light. So what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Um, I mean, I love to go out for walks. I love being out in nature. I, I, I'm a big waterfall girl. I love waterfalls. Oh, I love that. So much. Yeah. I just love, like, the... the the fresh like you know air cool air i love it um i love training working out so we've during the pandemic we've built a, a studio and like a studio a gym <laughs> so we were able to um you know kind of stay in shape and things like that um 
what else do I do? I mean, I love, um, I, I mean, music is a big part of my life. It's pretty much everything I do. Um, right. and, and when I'm not, I try to relax as much as possible because I do like to work a lot. I would say I'm, I'm kind of a workaholic. So I think my problem most of the time is just like, okay, slow down, do nothing. <laughs> you know, a lot of the time, like, I want to work. What can I do next? You know? So, yeah. So I think like walks outside and things like that are a really great way of like just being thankful and, and appreciating all the things that you, you know, that you have and that you've done. And that's, that's really why, you know, my walk, my walking time is great. I love it because it's, it's so peaceful, relaxing. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you're talking about the being slowing down. I think when you first came on, it was before the COVID, <clears throat> that we really wasn't doing a whole lot. Right. So we were going slow speed then. And it's right. like now there are, there are days that we're like, uh, we got to catch our breath. Like like today, I you know, because, you know, as we're booking shows, um, I always book dates. And then I have question marks by them while I'm waiting for them to give me an answer. And it's yeah. like sometimes we have 10 and 15 dates out. Wait, well, waiting for answers. Right. And, yeah. and then they all come, like today, it's like four or five people confirmed yeah. today, all in yeah. one day. And we're sitting there like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. trying to go back and forth with all these emails today. It's been rough. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. You know, you feel like, oh my gosh, why aren't things going so great? And, you know, it's so slow. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you wanted it? Bang. <laughs> Here's yep, a whole here bunch, of, a whole bunch yeah, of work and interviews and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, because today right. we we confirmed an actual time and date for Lee Bryce and also Maddie Poppy, who won the season sixteen yeah. of American Idol. So I've we, seen we that performance that I loved. Um, I forget what the what what the song is, but I, it's about a, a, a roller skates. She's on a pair of roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it was amazing. I thought she was really <laughs> really incredible. Yeah. So that's great that you guys, you guys come around the show. That's amazing. I love it. So tell everybody your backstory, you know, because we always like to get to know the, the person, not just the artist. So take a couple minutes just to tell us what led you to here. What led me to here? So I'm originally from Canada. I'm from New Brunswick, Canada. Um, I started working out there. Uh, I came to Nashville and recorded an album, went back home and, you know, promoted it back home. And then eventually I got um, an opportunity to move to L.A. So I moved to L.A. for a while and then eventually made my way to Nashville. And ever since right. I've been here, it's just been no question. This is the place for Francel. Nashville is <laughs> it's so ideal. It's just the, the vibes are great. The people are great. The opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities. You know, you have to. You have to work hard, but there's a lot of opportunities out there. And I've just, yeah, Nashville, I've met some amazing people here in Nashville. So now anybody that's watching this live or replay, please share, share, share. You know, yes. it helps everybody. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm on my page now. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I need to go do this myself. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay i think oh here okay i see it share so everybody do the same as i am here <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh, share. 
so know, right? when it comes to music, um, you know, everybody always asks, um, when did you know you want to do music? I like to go deeper than that. When did when did it click that this could be a career for you? Um, OK, one thing. I'm trying. To, I'm still trying to share it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Post. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So when did it click that this was going to be a career? Well, I've always I've sung. I've been singing since I'm like a tiny little thing. Uh, like my parents have videos of me. I'm four years old, and I'm I'm singing in French for a bunch of English people, and I'm just and they're all kind of like, "What's she doing?" You know, <laughs> and I'm all, like my parents knew from like then. They're like, "Okay, she just you know she's not scared. She's just doing it." So, um, but yeah, I've been singing all my life, and I guess I decided I was going to do it as a career, um, probably like grade eleven, like <laughs> when I was about sixteen you know, 16 years old that when, you know, when you kind of start deciding what you're going to do for your yeah. you know, for your career, I was like, I really want to study music. I, I love it. You know, I had been doing it for a little bit and had done a bunch of shows and had studied classical music as a singer. And I was just like, this is what I want to do. So I tried, my parents said, you have to go to school. So <laughs> I had to figure out a school that I could go to, um, you know, that had that. So I was, I ended up going to musical theater school uh, in Toronto. So I did singing, dancing and acting. And it was the best choice I could have made because it was really hands-on exactly what I love to do. So I learned a lot. Yeah. So since you've been in Nashville, um, how has Nashville treated you? Nashville, it's like, it's home. It's home. It welcomes uh -huh. yeah. open arms. Um, I've made so many friends that I can now like call family. Uh, yeah. Everybody helps each other out. Uh, I've done such amazing things since I'm here in Nashville. And what's what's great too about playing in Nashville is you get people from all over the world coming by like every weekend. So you get literally you get to meet the whole spectrum, like every kinds of people from all over the world. And I think. That's that's what I love the most, you know. You get to meet so many amazing people all the time, and in the meantime, like while you're playing, you get to see your your friends. It's like you're going to the next show, and it's like, oh hey hey hey, you know everybody on the street, you know. So it's a very like beautiful little oh, community yeah. family thing. So yeah, it's fun. And for everybody that just joined us, share 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 so that we can get. More shares, for more views from Francelle because she's awesome. Yes, we love her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. Um, you know, we're planning on moving out to Nashville sometime next year. Ourselves. We are excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely looking forward to it. Um, yes, <laughs> everything that we do, you know, we got so many friends. It's funny, you know, we were planning on moving the, down to Jacksonville for years, mm -hmm. and I could oh, just yeah. never create the friendships there. I, I try to create friendships because we go there a lot because we're we in do. Savannah. We take day trips, down and there um, so it's only two hours away. So we go back and forth a lot. Oh, okay. And I just never really could create like meaningful friendships. Right. And then it's like, um, and then all of a sudden, about a year ago or so, six months to a year ago, I st started realizing. I told Sandy, I was like, you know. All of our friends are in Nashville. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, maybe we should consider uh, and, moving there. And then all of a sudden we started doing some investigating with Nashville. You know, we got an eight-year-old, as you know, and a 20-month-old little daughter. Yeah. And um, so we're like, you know, 
which would be better for them? And and with with the connections that we made in Nashville, we're like, you know what? Nashville just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. I don't I, I think you're making the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people they see the glory of a Blake Shelton, of a Carrie, of a Miranda, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get at their level, but to get even at a career level. And I always want to talk about every episode. It's so important to talk about this side of it because nobody sees this side of it. And, you know, and I said, we will talk about it. And I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us to where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. And yeah. I'll never forget when I asked Allison what advice she would give an up and coming artist. I'll never forget the answer she gave us. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of me, if you can see yourself doing something else, Go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She says, the moment you want it to be a career, everybody owns a piece of your life. Your friends and relatives never understand. They invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're at the beginning of your career, you're grinding 24-7. See, they're nine to five. You're 24-7. You can't say no to gigs because other people will say yes. And you can't say you can't cancel once you have one because there's 40, 50, 60 people on the line. And they don't understand that. Then on top of that, they're, you know, your family has a sacrifice because they have to give you up. You know, they, they have, you know, you get all these gigs all over and you're not going to have time with them like you normally would with a regular nine to five job. Then if that and then she added, if that wasn't enough, that then there's days you just feel miserable, but you got to get on that stage and smile and sing like there is no tomorrow. But then she added, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music. If you cannot see yourself doing anything else, go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. I think to do this, you definitely have to be 100% in. You have to have your heart fully in. Because the, the things that you go through, <laughs> the things that you have to sacrifice, for sure, that I would have to agree with her. You sacrifice a lot. But to me, because I know that this is all I want to do, it's like the result is, is brings so much joy and happiness that yeah. it doesn't matter what I have to go through, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you go through long hours. I, I sometimes do shows on two hours of sleep and then you drive and then you, you know, you you didn't eat for 10 hours because you didn't have oh, time wow. to show up at soundcheck then the show right away. And sometimes you you get in a fight, you know, and it's just, and then you have to go up on stage and smile. Yes, those times can be very hard <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but it's like it's so rewarding when you're on stage and you know that this is where you belong. It's like the reward that comes from that is just <laughs> it, it's worth everything. It's worth everything. And I guess I've, I've been pretty uh, lucky in a sense that my family understands that. So um, they've been very encouraging and very just loving towards anything. I couldn't ask for better, um, more support system. They've been really yeah. incredible. In fact, yeah. I mean, they're watching right now. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say it's, it's a very, um, it's definitely hard. I've, I've, 
I mean, I've lived in a trailer. I've I've gone from probably being below the poverty line for years, but that's all I did. So I was like, no, this is all I'm doing. And I was living in LA where everything's so expensive. And oh, yeah. I, was being, I was a musician and it, it was like, it was really tough. Like sometimes I remember it's not like that anymore, um, but I used to go to the dollar store. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I needed yeah. a new spatula for a dollar. Right. <laughs> And I I remember we would debate, can we afford this this month? A dollar. Yeah. And sometimes we didn't yeah, we and we get it. next month we to buy it. It. That's yeah. how tight we were, you know. It was really, really mm-hmm. down to the penny. Um, but yeah. we made it through because that's that's really what we wanted, you know. Our heart was there, so it, it all kind of, you know, it all it all worked out. So I would say if that's what you want to do, uh, my biggest advice would be never give up. And, and, you know, we get where you're coming from because, you know, this year has been rough for us financial side. Yeah. Because we've, you know, we've cut, you know, we do odds and end things to keep us afloat, but we do it just enough to keep us afloat so that we can build the show because everything we're putting in is going into the show. Mm -hmm. And um, if we, if we did regular type jobs, we couldn't do the show and all that, you know, because the best times we've learned for artists is, you know, two, three, four, those are really the best times. And to be honest with you, I want to keep it like that because what I've learned is when you look at artists and all that, most artists, it, when they start gigging again, it's gonna they're this an evening thing. Yeah, and they need. I don't. I don't want to bring somebody on the show when they could be out making money. Right. And so we right. like to keep it in the middle of the day. So we have to kind of sacrifice a little so we can keep it in the middle of the day, so right. that it benefits the artists. So that when we come on, so that when they come on the show, it's the right fit for them. Right. 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 But we're grinding just like you know y'all yeah. are. You know we we yeah, definitely get where artists come from. You know it's like yeah. you know sometimes I'm sitting there like how do artists do this? You know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I I just wrote a song with uh, my friends uh, Luther and my husband Matt. We wrote a song called Plan B because I don't have no Plan B. You know this is right. this is just what we want to do. It's just. That, that's life to us, you know, if yeah. I, and there's so many right. other things that I love, like I'm, I'm very passionate about um, eating healthy. Like I think I, yeah. I, I, think uh-huh. I could somewhat be a nutritionist or I could be somewhat like a, a speaker or things like that. Like there's so many yeah. other things yeah. that I'm interested in, but anytime mm-hmm. I start a project that's not directly involved with music, yeah. I miss it way too much, you know? So it's like, there's there's like a fine line there. So I, I try to do like little things here and there, and then I'm just like, no, it's taken away from my soul. So I like to try and put all of my efforts and time and energy into this one goal because it's such a hard thing to it's such a hard thing to achieve. You know, it's a anyway, yeah. goal. So I try to put everything that I can, you know, into. To and that's smart. You know, like you know, like some of the people who go to college. Who, they go to college for music, which yeah. that's smart. You know, find, yeah. find a way, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with doing stuff outside, outside of your main music career. If yeah. it brands the career. Yeah. And I think that's where people go wrong is, you know, you got some people, they want to go out and be like a real estate agent and an artist. Right. So I was like, well, one day you're going to have to um, choose. choose. Yeah. There's a, you know, those two careers take everything out of you. 
you can't do both. You might can do a little bit at the beginning, yeah. but I, you know, again, like you said with the plan B, I love what you said. There is no plan B. We because love that. When you, when you listen to interviews of the big artists and now granted, if somebody don't want to be the top and all that, that's different. This, this advice is not there, but yeah. for the people that want to grow and be uh, at the top, <clears throat> I remember hearing so many interviews and the hosts are always taken aback on this one answer because they always ask, they always have to ask one question. It's always the same. What would you be doing if music didn't work? And 90% of the time, the artist always answers the same. I would just be a broke musician because <laughs> I had no plan B. Yes. And yeah. hosts don't get that. They're like, because so many people are so not brainwashed, but so into that you have to have a plan B in this day and time. So they right. can't, you know, they don't understand the creative mind, the creative mind. Yeah. What they don't get is if you have a plan B when it comes to music, when things get tough and they will, yeah, your plan B becomes plan A. Yes. And that's what people don't get. And that's why you can't have a plan B for the most part. I know there are some people that will disagree with our advice here and that's great. If they yeah. can make it, that's great, but I just yeah. haven't seen many people make it at a top level yeah. who did not, who had a plan B. Right. Right. And I mean, I can understand too, like some people, they want different things. Some people yeah. Yeah. going through the grind yeah. and, and living like a broke, poor musician. They hate that. They can't stand yeah. that. They want to have, you know, a little bit of both. And yeah. that I can understand yeah. too. You know, if you have, or if you already have a family and you have to, some people, yeah. Right, children. There's situations. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but I've I've always been the opposite. I'm like I'm I'm putting everything <laughs> into into this career. So, and hopefully surround myself with people that that agree and that and it showed it. And again, yes. when you when you look at your numbers in a short time, it really shows that you're all in. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> So now that we talked about the sacrifice side, I think we hit that pretty hard. And I like that because I think it's important to talk about that. Let's yeah. go the other way and talk about the glory side. When you look back on your career so far, what are some some aha moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Opening for Alan Jackson. <laughs> Amazing. That, that was most incredible. And getting to meet him as well. I mean, it was. Yes. It was amazing playing in. Was a, that like a game changer for you? Arena, two big arenas, and oh wow! I mean, got to play your <laughs> songs, and it was just—it was amazing. It was really amazing. Was that a game changer for your career? Um, I would say every event like that does change a lot. I mean, there's nothing that like I think changes it completely. Yeah. Um, every right. kind of thing like that is an extra step that brings you further. You know, it gives you more credibility right. and then people, ah, oh, that's mm -hmm. the girl that, that opened for Alan Jackson. And then you get, you know, oh, well. mm -hmm. so definitely. Um, yeah. But I, and I think moving to Nashville, that was another aha mo moment uh, as well. You know, um, I just, because it, it just, the vibe just, it was amazing. It just, it just felt right. You know, and yeah. you know, <laughs> It happens, and you know this. This is right. This is where I need to be. This, <laughs> this, yeah. This is my life. You know. So. I love that, and you know, yeah. you're talking about this taking st each thing as a stepping stone. I love that answer because 
Sandy and I were actually talking about this today because <laughs> it's like sometimes as a host, you're like, what is going to be the game changer interview? Yeah. And it never happens. Right. But it's like every few weeks we move up a ladder. And then if, and then two, three, four weeks more, we move up a ladder. So I get that answer because it's like we want the complete game changer. But yeah. I think I've I've come to learn. Oh, I'll it's take it if that step. still happens. Yeah. But I think I've learned that you know what? We're rising. Yeah. And we keep growing. Mm -hmm. And that's the important part because at least then when we get to the top as like a Bobby Bones or a Ty Bentley. Right. When we get to those levels, we will have not only earned it, but we'll probably have stability because if you just rise to a Bobby Bones level, it's really easy to fall right back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, I'm, and so, I'm, I'm all about that growing. Slow. I mean, that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been grinding yeah, for right. a really long time and it's like, <laughs> And every time it gets better and better and better. But I've, I, so I think some people get lucky and some people get a big break, you know, where I <laughs> completely, which is great, you know. Um, but if you don't get that, if you just keep working hard all the time, you will eventually get there because yeah. eventually everybody else gives up. That's it. And, you know, I That's love what you just said. You're there to up. <laughs> I love that because, you know, it's funny. I love this story that maybe when, when people say about the most people give up and that's when you can rise. Yeah. I, I love this little story of two guys in the woods. Having, oh, yes. And they have no shoes on and a bear pops up and there's and one guy jumps down, putting his shoes on, tying them. And the other guy says, why are you putting your shoes on? You can't outrun that bear. He says, I don't need to outrun that bear. I just need to outrun you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and ain't that about the truth though? You just gotta outlast, like you said, outlast yeah. everybody. Because again, you know, and I think through this whole coronavirus stuff, it, it's really making people think: Is this really what I want? Because sometimes people see the glory of a Blake Shelton, and they and they're just like, you know, um, I want that. But this year is going to prove whether they really want it. Yeah. But and I think, yeah, once you get to that, that you talk Blake Shell, once you get to that level, of course, it's going to be great. But they still have just as, as many challenges as we do. If not, I think their job is oh, more yeah. than maybe more. <laughs> yeah. But they have to be on the ball all the time. And yes, there's, there's more money, there's fancy clothes, there's bigger shows, but still, they have a lot. Like, I don't think their life. <laughs> easy you know and I, I, honestly yeah. I, yeah it's like i'm already happy doing what i'm doing like playing music full time this is already mm -hmm. a dream come true you know and i think a lot of times the best parts of achieving your goal is all the steps that you took to get there you know i think it's it's a great adventure yeah. on your way up you know because it's every exactly. little yeah, every little like goal that you achieve is is rewarding, you know. Instead of just getting all in one day, and then it's just like, oh, you know, I'm I'm here. But it, it's yeah, so achieving achieve the victory. Huh? It does. I mean, if you're not happy in, in this journey, yeah, it cheapens the victory if you make yeah. it there. Yes, you gotta enjoy the journey. Yeah, yeah. I think the journey is the best part. It is. And yes. we'll find out. We'll find out later what right what happens when we, we will. Will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll So as you know, a lot of people 
they see the artists, but they don't see the PR people. They don't see the producers, the managers, the team behind the artists. We both know that without the team, the artists can't do what they do. And I don't care if it's one person an artist has or 300 like Justin Bieber has, <laughs> you know, doesn't matter. A team is a team and they don't, and I don't think they get enough love. So I always said on our show, we will give them the love. So if you want to take a couple minutes just to tell us a few people that help you be who you are. Okay. Well, uh, definitely my husband, uh, <laughs> we work together all the time and we write together. Um, and I mean, he's, he's there for all my ups and downs, awesome. you know, every little, every little moment, every little thing. Um, so I'm very thankful for him. I'm very thankful for my friends, uh, my, my musician friends and my co-writers, uh, Luther Lewis. We have Jack Gavin that always plays with us. Uh, really great friend, Gabe Perdulis. Um, So those are all people that, you know, that write with us, that we do, we do things in the studio here together and just so many things that um, is, that, that helps me be who I am for sure. Um, and, and the producer that we have on this next EP, B. James Lowry, he's an incredible musician, has played on so many uh, hit records, and uh, he just produced this new EP that's coming out. And we finally have an unofficial, <laughs> unofficial <laughs> time. Um, but the beginning of January, I'm finally going to release, uh, release my first single. So, oh, wow. oh, that's exciting. <laughs> that yes. awesome. yeah, we just literally decided that like last week. So, yeah, oh, wow. so, I mean, yeah, producer, my, my friends, musicians, uh, my husband, my parents, my family. Oh, my gosh. Like everybody from from back home. And then they come down here to support us at our shows. And, you know, it's been so cool that we started doing the live stream thing ever since the pandemic, because I feel like I can be way more involved with you know, my friends and family from home, uh, yeah. you know, they get to see us every week. Uh, so that's really fun. And you'll probably keep that. What's great about that is, you know, like I was telling us, you know, you got some people that's even doing these like um, online concerts where you pay like five bucks or something. Right. I was like, you know how smart it would be now when everything goes back to normal to keep. still keep that. So now yeah. you've got your live yeah. performance, yeah. but you've got people around the world that can also be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, no, I think I think that that's what we have to see is like the great things that are coming out of this pandemic. Like we we had time to all get organized. And I mean, for you, it was the blessing because you got to do so many uh, interviews with people that were available yeah. that normally wouldn't necessarily be available. You know, that would exactly. Like, yes. So it was like it was. Yeah, we have to see it all all the good things that's coming out of this, you know, as hard as it was going through it, um, we definitely can move on and take some good out of that. So Yeah. And you know, talking about team, we've kind of got a third co host ourselves, our We do, and he is excited. <laughs> and so Sandy's gonna go get him real yeah, quick. I'll go get him. And He's wearing a green shirt today, so he's going to blend into our brick um, background. <laughs> we, we just learned that um, in the last interview. <laughs> and we kind of couldn't change shirts because our 20-month-old daughter, she's um, asleep in the room. And uh, so we kind of can't go over. So he's going <laughs> to he, he just thought that was the funniest thing. It is funny. <laughs> so move over here. <laughs> I love your shirt. It looks cool. It does look cool. Yes. <laughs> I'm a new trend here. New trend, right? New trend, brick shirt. 
You, oh yeah, yeah. It's I so said, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Okay, last time I didn't answer this question right. It caught me <laughs> off guard. It's Thai food. Ah, Thai food yeah. My favorite food for sure. Um, yeah, I love it. Do you like Thai? Have you ever tried Thai? Uh, I never tried it. He would probably. He'd love probably it. like it though. He likes yeah. anything spicy. Yeah. <laughs> he loves spicy. Oh, you do. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes, I, I like. Yes. <laughs> and what's yours still? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> still pizza. I love. Pizza. I had pizza last night. That's what's your awesome. favorite pizza? What do you like? What toppings do you uh, like? Pepperoni and sausage. Pepperoni and sausage. I like it. Definitely a meat eater. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a meat eater. A meat eater, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye. <laughs> he love it. He loves the videos because you can see people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he loves like that part of it. <clears throat> yeah, it's so much better. Mm-hmm. It's funny that, you know, for, for the longest time, I wasn't sure as moving our show from audio to video we kind of kept putting it off kept yeah putting we off. went back and forth now granted some people still not? rather have audio like with yeah. lee rice it's going to be an audio not video right. and i tried for video <laughs> whatever the artist is comfortable with you know but we let them choose and yeah. so it's like um but as we made this transition we're like you know everybody's doing video now mm-hmm. um we can't be well, if we're going to be the bobby bones one day type show we we, we can't be left behind yeah so, so we had to go out and get a green screen so that we could actually at least have a nice background and yeah in fact what's funny is i i actually can notice if i can change this real quick here ah <laughs> uh, yes if you hit the right button there oh, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one there um but yeah we got um now I won't find it. No, you're good. Oh, there it is. Okay. How about this one? <laughs> ah. Is that oh, familiar? Is yeah. It's natural. Yeah, it's natural. It nice. is. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there eventually. But, well, <laughs> and That's who knows? Maybe I'll start doing our backgrounds with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive who would it be and what would you want to write about Dolly. Oh, wow. oh good one good answer uh what would i want to write about um i didn't even think about that one i don't know <laughs> uh, i mean whatever whatever we think of in the moment um but probably that's how songwriting works, right? I would think about that before I went into the song. <laughs> but that's how songwriting works, right? You know, yeah. sometimes you can't think of a topic. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, yeah. You try. I mean, if if I'm like writing with my friends that I'm usually writing with, you know, it's you, you don't as much have to get prepared. But if you're if you're writing with people that you've never met before or things like that, then it's like I feel like okay, I need to come up with these ideas and have all these different titles, and so we. <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, so it's a very different situation depending on who you're writing with. But yeah, Dolly, I mean, she's my biggest inspiration of all time. I think I, I just like I've never seen her live. And but, you know, I dream about singing with her all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> and wow. then I make that happen. Yeah, make that happen. Yes. 
<laughs> so now this this will probably have a thousand answers, but just think of the first thing that pops in your head. But what's a song out there that you've heard and you thought, I wish I wrote that? There's so many of those. Um, definitely, I mean, Code of Many Colors, Nine to Five, of course. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, those so those awesome right now, but there's so many songs that like, I was like, oh, that's totally me, you know? Um, but yeah, Code of Many Colors is one of those. I'm like, and, and like, uh, Coal Miner's Daughter. I'm like, I really want to, like yes. that. um, like my mom, she's had like, she's a, a Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, yeah. really? And oh, I'm cool. from Eastern Kentucky. And she's from Eastern Kentucky. Yes. Oh, how <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, my mom, she's a fisherman's daughter. So that's something huh. that I'm thinking yeah. about writing maybe one day. So oh, well. there you go. that'd be a good one. It'd be different, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. From a different yeah. angle. Yeah. She has a lot of uh, great, great, funny stories. So <laughs> from her <laughs> childhood Make days. Great I like to write it like as my mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what's a song of yours that means the most and why? Um, like new songs or older songs? Could be either Could be or either. one of each. Or one of each. I mean, really, they're all my babies. <laughs> I understand I don't that. Don't make any of the songs mad, you know? <laughs> we get it. They're all important. Yeah, choosing between kids. Like oh, choosing the, kids. Huh? Yeah, can't do it. Um, but I guess one that's very meaningful to me would be One Has to Go. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's a song about my grandpa who passed away, and it's it's kind of about the, the circle of life. Um, mm -hmm. He wanted to meet his first great-grandchild, uh, and she was supposed yeah. to be born like five weeks out. And mm -hmm. oh, wow. he she was prematurely born by three weeks, which was oh, like, wow right before he died so he got to hold her and oh started. wow and yeah so wow. for us our family it was like a miracle you know we're like oh my gosh he actually got to meet her yeah. and it was just a beautiful you know a, a beautiful moment that it literally happens to everybody you know that's it's that's just how it works you have people that leave us and and new new that come in to the world so it was just it was very beautiful i wrote that one with uh larry wayne clark um, well, yeah, first time I came to Nashville, so <laughs> and for anybody that's um watching, um, we are husband and wife, so I can have my arm around, yeah, because <laughs> you know, yeah. a lot of times people would see co hosts and they're like, oh, they're not family, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are married to <laughs> <clears throat> So, this past February made the five year anniversary, and we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be. And I always tell this story right before I ask the artist the same question, because the, you know, the answer she gave us back then is almost to the T of what she's living today. It's amazing that she had this vision. She knew where she was going and she made it happen. Yes, she did. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Five years. I want to be touring the world with my own songs. Mm -hmm. I want to play big stadiums and smaller intimate shows as well. Um, I want to be playing on the radio all over the world. Um, 
I want to be able to collaborate and sing with so many people out there. I think that's what's so beautiful is getting to share that craft and that passion with other mm-hmm. people because mm-hmm. you get so inspired by these other people, you know, and then it's just, yeah, I think definitely like I, I'd want to, like, I love Miranda. Of course I love Dolly. I want to sing with Dolly. Everybody knows okay. that. Um, um, I'm thinking like, I would love to go, I mean, go out on the road. I guess I think that would be one of the steps is go out on the road with a major artist and then hopefully be able to, uh, you know, headline one day. That would be incredible. I want to play the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, it's funny you asked me that question and I've got, I've got my vision board like right here on my wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All the pictures that I have, like, okay, yep, yep. I want this. I want that. <laughs> um, I'd love to tour in a tour bus. Like, you know, That'd be awesome. I would very comfortable you have like your whole home we'd like to take this show on the road and do that where we go from city to city and interview artists in them cities that would be cool that would be so cool yes do you have a tour bus on your wall (laughs) we need to put one because we would need that of course with with us and 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 and, and, (laughs) that would be cool (laughs) But, but that would be an ultimate goal is at least maybe for maybe several summers or something, just yeah, go out there the country. and just go face to face and meet them where they are. Yeah. 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 That would be so cool. You have to do that. <laughs> yes. Putting it on the vision board. Yeah. And, yeah, and who knows? Absolutely. Probably can find a sponsor for that because they would love maybe. that. We're touring and interviewing. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I, that's another thing. I want all these sponsors. I want endorsements. I want, you know, I'd love to have a million <laughs> yeah. followers. Um, You're getting there. Getting close. Getting there. Working hard towards that goal. Um, finally, I feel like we've, I, you know, I, I've made it to a certain platform that I'm like, yes, I'm very proud of it. I worked really hard to get there. Um, so I'm really happy about that. Um, let's see, did I forget anything? Oh yeah, I want to write more. I feel like I, I haven't been writing enough. I need to yeah. do it more. I mean, the goal would be like to to write one song a week. You know, write fifty two yeah. songs a, a year. That'd be awesome. Yes. Now let's say that we look ten years down the road, and you're a success on a grand scale, and you're one of the top artists. Um, yeah. If the person, <laughs> if the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you tell or remind her? To be the same person you were 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I always like to ask, you know, a lot of people will ask, what would you tell your past self? I like, I like to go the other way because I think it helps the artist think about what you would tell your future self is, are you living that today? What would I tell? Okay, now you got me confused. <laughs> what no, would, yeah. what yeah, would I basically, tell yourself? Basically, it's what would you tell your if you could meet your successful self down the road, okay. what would you tell or remind her? I I would tell her to treat people the same way that you want to be treated. You know, this thing, like, and, and stay happy and just, um, like, yeah, definitely always put out the good vibes out there. You, you need to treat people the way that you want to be treated, you know, and I think that's really the most important, um, but yeah, and try to just hold on, hold on to your shirt. 
<laughs> I love that. Yes. <clears throat> now, let's say that you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing, and they have something special. They're, they're, they're not one of the people out there that, that think they can sing. They can sing. I mean, as Simon Cowles would say, they have that it factor. Right. Um, and let's say they've played 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've gotten on stage, and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd the crowd's roaring for them. They know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Francel, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? Um, relax and enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Love that. <laughs> enjoy the journey, right? right? Enjoy it. It's here. The people want you. Um, have fun, really, because if, if you know that that's what you want to do, you just got to go out there and have fun. If you know that that's what you want to do, you're prepared, you're ready. Um, and it's just, yeah, enjoy it. You got to enjoy it when you're on stage. If you don't, you know, so and, and put everything you got, put your heart and soul into it. Um, yeah. I love that. I remember when we first launched the show, we got a. Um, I reached out to a Nashville friend. I asked for advice because I knew he used to host the show years ago. And I remember him saying that whatever you do, be and stay authentic. He said, because he says that you might can tell every Bobby Bones joke and be good at it or every Ty Bentley joke and be good at it. You might even create an audience. Yeah. But the day is going to come when authentic Chris comes out, which I can't be anything up but myself anyway. But you're like he said, the yes. day's going to come when authentic Chris would come out yeah. and you'll lose every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. So right. if you start out authentic from day one, you may grow slower, but you'll grow with the right audience. Yeah. Agreed. It's so much more important to stay authentic to yourself and not, not listen to what the others are saying because it doesn't matter what you do. You'll never be able to please everybody. You know, so I think right. if you want longevity, if you want to be able to do this for a long time, start with pleasing yourself, you know, so do what feels right to you. And hopefully a bunch of people will enjoy that as well. But I, I do think more people will be drawn to you if you stay authentic, for sure. That's yeah. kind of how I, I that's how I would go. I know some people, they have a persona and they have this thing and it works for them. Um, but I think. I think definitely be as authentic because it's like you said, you can't, if you're, if you're faking it, then it's going to be hard to fake it all the time. You yeah, know? Exactly. That's right. <clears throat> so as we come to a close here, um, there are probably other artists who are your friends. I mean, who are chasing this crazy dream right along with you. Who are one or two artists that people should know? Hmm. I have so many friends. I hate just naming them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that I love putting people on the spot. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess all my friends, um, I guess, you know, like Luther Lewis, everybody should know Gabe Berdoulas. Everybody should know Caroline Dare, uh, Darcy John. Um, trying to think like who has music right now um but i mean they're all you know they're all incredible i know so many people that you know are chasing this dream and i think that's what's 
that's that's what's amazing because we're all there to kind of guide each other through you know you, yeah. you're talking about the team and i think uh friendship is very important in that because it's like you know i'm getting ready to release and then i'm reaching out to my friends like hey you just released a single last month like what did you do help me out please you know and then kind of exchange like ideas you know, and here's my contact for this and maybe try to help me get this photographer or whatever. So I think that's what's so beautiful about it is you do create very um, um, strong bonds, you know, with friends because you, you help each other out that way. Um, I love that. And, yeah. and that's, that's what Nashville is about. Huh? Yeah. And I honestly think in this world, in the entertainment industry, I think I think there's room for everybody. So I don't think yeah. it's should be a competition for for anybody you know i think we we all need to grow together i think we can grow much bigger if we all grow together you know if we all grow each other a bone every now and then you know <laughs> <laughs> i love that and and you know we really enjoyed having you today so if you want to tell everybody how they can reach out to you um well, uh, I do have a lot of stuff like on my Facebook, Francel Music. It's the same on my Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. It's all Francel Music. And you can always go to francelmusic.com, which has a lot of fun stuff. And we'll have all the information for my new EP and all of my releases coming soon. Uh, so, yeah, please go check out all of those things. And be sure to follow because I have new videos coming out every week. And, uh you know, I keep it pretty, pretty updated. So, yeah. I love that. Oh, awesome. and, and, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. We definitely look forward to having you back. Yeah. Well, again, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being so sweet and asking all the best questions. And so <laughs> very happy to come back for sure. All right.